0: Hey, podcast listeners, thanks for joining us for the All Saints Lutheran Sermon Series of Podcasts. We're so delighted that you've landed on this page, and we ask that you contextualize yourself by reading the descriptor. Enjoy, and let us know what you think. Thank you for helping me there. I got so caught up in the story, I missed my part. (laughs) This is actually one of the most important texts in the Gospel according to St. John. And my guess is that you have already heard about the woman at the well, how she was there at noon, how she was unmarried, how she had five previous husbands, she was a Samaritan, she was a woman, everything that is other, 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 right? But did you know that when a man and a woman meet at a a well, it often leads to marriage? (laughs) Or that a woman had no control over whom they could marry or whom they could divorce, or that a Samaritan practiced their faith at Mount Horeb instead of Zion. All that aside, which is a lot, did you notice something about Jesus? There was absolutely no judgment. There's much discussion about water and new life, enduring and abundant life, And we heard last week Nicodemus, a Jewish Pharisee, met Jesus at night and consequently defended Jesus as well as he could through the rest of his life on earth. This week, at noon, an other was given a drink of hope and a drink of new life. Now all that said, there are a couple of things that I would like to really highlight for us today. Not your normal meeting the Samaritan woman at the well scenario. The word thirst, noon, and the applied or at least implied hyssop. Thirst in John's gospel appears in only two places here in this text. And at noon on the cross, when a sponge was filled with a branch of hyssop, and it was raised to Jesus' lips, and he said what? It is finished. Hyssop is all over scripture, but I bet you've never heard a sermon on it. Well, now you have. Hyssop is used to purify. It is used throughout Leviticus to make things clean, uh, many of which is water. Could it be that John is foreshadowing that which is to come? Could it be that Jesus is giving new life to Nicodemus, an unnamed, unjudged Samaritan woman, a status of being a voice of a preacher, sharing the good news that the Messiah has arrived to the people who happen to be Samaritans? And did you know that the Samaritan woman uses the words, this is truly the savior of the world. Savior only shows up once in John. And who gets to say it but an unnamed woman at a well at noon? She believes it. She confesses it. And she is the biggest other one can imagine in the time of Christ. So now the question, what difference does this make in our daily lives? Last week, Pastor Tanner preached an excellent sermon on Nicodemus. And one of his closing phrases was, The ground at the base of the cross is level. That stuck with me all week. What we are witnessing in society today is a desire for many people to lord their power over the other, whomever the other might be. But I'll name a couple here today in case you don't know what I'm talking about. Women's right to choose, immigrants, anti-trans laws, just to name a few. That list, unfortunately, goes on and on and on. And it can feel too big to take on as individuals, and I get that. But what does it mean to really be a follower of Jesus? To love the other, to offer water to those who thirst, to speak up against those who fear, hate, or use their version of Christianity to shame and diminish those beloved children of God that Jesus has already saved. If you hate someone because of your faith, you're doing it wrong. Amen. Amen. The ground at the base of the cross is level. It is our responsibility. It's our charge and it's our calling to make sure that the other is heard. Advocate. Use your words. Be of good courage because the ground at the base of the cross is level. And for this good news, we can all say, Thanks be to God.